The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. The 3-2 pitch. It's swung on right back up the middle, and it gets into center field. One run will score for Runza, and everybody else will hold up. And an RBI single here for Nick Carlson. This afternoon, the Kearney Bearcats battle the Lincoln East Spartans. High School Baseball and ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Curveball in the hole between short and third. They're going to try and score them both. There'll be a play at the plate, but they cut it off. And sliding in safely will be Lane Shires and Brant Grosskreitz gets a two RBI single. Today marks the second of four straight games against top ten competition for Kearney. Lincoln East is rated second in the state and remains undefeated after Tuesday's win against Grand Island. It's the Spartans and the Bearcats coming up next. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. And from historic Memorial Field in Kearney, it is time for Kearney High School Baseball. Doug Duda, along with our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. It's the opening day of Major League Baseball, so why not have an afternoon game here at Memorial Field getting ready for the Easter weekend? Kearney High getting out, Lincoln East not having school, so they decided to let's move it up a little bit and play at 2 o'clock, and it's a beautiful day here at Memorial Field. Wind Today, as opposed to Tuesday, the exact opposite direction, blowing from right to left out of the south, and maybe just a little bit, maybe keep the ball in the field of play, although the uh, flags are fluttering uh, from uh, right to left, right field to left field. Lincoln East comes in 8-0, number two. In fact, there's some spots that have them number one, but when you take a look at things, they have not played any top 10 teams yet this season. They have beaten Norfolk, Pius, Southeast, Lincoln High, Columbus twice, and Norfolk twice, and then Grand Island. But they are scoring runs, and they kind of look like a Gonzaga basketball team. They're beating everybody very handily. In fact, the one game against Columbus that was 9-3, to that's a six-run game out of the eight games. That's the closest game they've had. It's the only time they have not scored double digits in a ball game, and they have not allowed more than three runs in any ball game. In fact, their team earned run average, 1.91. For Carney, they're trying to get back in the win column. They've dropped two games in the last two days. This will be their third straight game. Lost to Columbus in a 4 o'clock start, 2-1 to one on Tuesday. In a 3 o'clock start yesterday, they were beaten by Papillion La Vista South, 18-7. And we'll hear from Coach Brad Archer here in just a couple of minutes about that 16-run inning that the Titans put on them. And then today, of course, Lincoln East. They'll get undefeated Millard South and preseason number one Millard West down in Lincoln on Saturday. Carney comes in at 3-4. and four. We'll be back and look at the starting lineups as we get ready for today's high school baseball. Carney and Lincoln East after this on ESPN Tri-Cities. 
The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. A little more coaching news. We talked about it on the Doug and Daddy show earlier today. It is official. Kevin Asher will be the next boys basketball coach at Aurora. His second stint at Wood River. Of course, he had been 12 years at St. Cecilia before going back to Wood River last year. He'll take over at Aurora. And Zach Stoffer, the Cozad girls basketball coach, has stepped down today. That information just coming out. So Cozad will need a new girls basketball coach. Let's take a look at our starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Lincoln East, not only do they have that great 1.91 ERA, they are hitting as a team 432. And their outfield will start in the first inning. Number one, the center fielder, Jalen Welch. Batting second in left is Brian Van Meter. In right field, batting third, Austin Schneider. The cleanup hitter will be the designated hitter, Cooper Erickson. He has been battling a little bit of a knee injury, but they'll have him in there as the DH. Number five in the number five slot is the second baseman, Keegan Brink, doing the catching. And uh, batting sixth is Josh Senstock. Batting seventh at first base is Grant Springer. Batting eighth at third base is Keenan Lentil. And batting ninth at shortstop for Lincoln East is Noah Walters. On the mound today, wearing number six is Ryan Clementi. He has already put up some good numbers this year. He is 1-0 with a 2.33 ERA for Lincoln East. The head coach is Michael Lonick, assisted by Kirby Killian. And Joey Plaster, as we said, undefeated 8-0, ranked second in the Lincoln Journal Star. Now for the Kearney Bearcats, a little bit different in the lineup today. They've moved a couple position players and maybe moved some guys up and down the lineup a little bit as far as the batting order. But it's still Easton Bruce to lead it off in center field. He'll be followed by the second baseman, Reese Bober. Batting third at shortstop today will be Braden Anderson. In the cleanup spot in left field will be Cale Conrad. Moving down to the number five slot is the first baseman, Tanner Johnson. Sliding down to the six hole is the third baseman, Corbin Rich. The catcher is Max Myers. He'll bat seventh. Dylan Welsh will be the designated hitter today. He'll bat eighth. And Creed Martin will get the start in right, and he'll bat ninth. The pitcher today is the sophomore, Lucas Wegner. The head coach, Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Connett and Josh Redmond. Carney three and four on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll be back in here from the head coach, Brad Archer, right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Play ball. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. 
Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. We're back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show as Carney High returns home to take on Lincoln East. As we said, the second of four straight top ten battles in the third straight day that Carney's been able to play some baseball a little bit nicer today. And then, of course, a couple of real nice games against Millard schools coming up on Saturday. And the head coach, Brad Archer, is with us. And coach, uh, obviously in a position that uh, you probably haven't been in a whole lot, uh, haven't taken a thumping like the kids took yesterday. Kind of came out of nowhere, too, innocent through the first two innings. Uh, What did you tell the kids after the ball game yesterday? Well, that was just one of those games that uh, we've got to forget about and uh, come back uh, strong today. That's the good thing about baseball is, you know, unlike football where you've got a week in between games, baseball, you got to be up and ready to go the next day. So, uh, obviously we, we had a bad inning, got off to a good start, scored in the top of the first. And then I think they scored maybe one in the, the bottom of the second. And so things were looking good going into the bottom of the third at one, uh, one. And then we just, uh, had one of those, uh, explosions that you hope that you don't have. And, and we, uh, couldn't get it stopped. So, um, you know, you throw in some walks and some hit by pitches and, their base hits and then we had a couple fielding errors and a couple throwing errors and, and uh, like I said we just we just couldn't get the inning stopped and that really hadn't been the case we've talked about that given the free runs and even how you have scored some of your runs with with the walks and the errors and in Lincoln and against Columbus that wasn't really the case was there anything that you noticed yesterday uh, was it just simply the avalanche in that third inning or were there some other things because a couple of those errors happened early in the game yeah, no, I you know, nothing different. I mean, our kids are going to give great effort all the time. It's just, uh, I think, something that uh, kind of snowballed. Like I said, you put some guys on base, uh, you know, via the walk, and then they had a couple base hits. And then they also had some what I call swinging bunts, where I think our kids made really good pitches, and, and they swung, and they hit it off the end of the bat, and then it ends up being a slow roller between the pitcher and the shortstop or the pitcher and the third baseman. And so, you know, that, that hurt as well. If they, you know, hit the ball, got the ball a little bit more on the fat part of the bat, those ground balls, you know, get to your people, et cetera, instead of being cut down on the grass. But that's uh, no, just one of those innings that uh, <clears throat> you don't like to see, but we're going to shake that off because uh, – you know, things don't get easier here with the, the next three games that we play over the next couple of days. Carney coach Brad Archer with us here in the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame. I thought one of the positive signs we've kind of talked about how the offense has struggled. You actually did put some runs up after that big inning. What did you see there? No, we did. I thought uh, for the most part, uh, we swung the bat pretty well yesterday. Uh, I think, uh, you know, hopefully our kids are, we've seen enough live pitching now that uh, hopefully uh, our bats are catching up with the pitching. And and as you well know, a lot of times at the start of the year, that that takes some time. Uh, You can 
you can take all the BP and those type of things and hit off keys that you want to, but but it still doesn't uh, correlate to uh, having someone standing out on the mound throwing at you 80, 85 miles per hour. At the beginning of the year, we talked about your pitching staff, and I know one of the young men you mentioned, and young is kind of the key here, is Luke Wegner. Uh, he's a kid that pitches for you, and when he doesn't pitch, he's a, a big part of the JV. Uh, what are you looking for from him today, and, and what have you seen from him so far? Well, first of all, Lucas is a competitor, and as you said, he's just a sophomore. So, um, you know, he comes in with a, a pretty decent fastball for his age and has a good breaking pitch if he can consistently get it over the plate. Uh, he's going to have his work cut out for him today as, as we face an 8 0 uh, number one ranked Lincoln East team. But uh, we know Luke will come out, and uh, like I said, if. All we expect uh, for him is to uh, come out and throw strikes, and then we've got to play defense behind him. I mean, that's uh, basically the same scenario for all of our pitchers. You take a look at Lincoln East, and yeah, 8-0, and but unlike some of the other teams, even yourself, they haven't really played a top-10 lineup. Uh, they've Nobody on the roster right now has a winning record that they have played, so... Uh, their offense has been really good. They're hitting at 432, and obviously when you're doing that, the pitching has been pretty good. What what do you see from Lincoln East? Well, I would agree with you there that I don't think they've necessarily played uh, the greatest schedule in the world compared to uh, some teams. But uh, we knew, and I think everyone knew across the state, that they were going to be a formidable foe this year because they have a lot of arms, and that's the biggest thing is uh, you know they can come in and, and throw two or three four different guys at you and then play multiple days because they have such a deep pitching staff. Brad Archer here with us. Uh, one last thought. It is the opening day of Major League Baseball, Arch, and we know that you're more than just a coach. You just love the game of baseball. The weather's going to be fairly nice today. Uh, just your thoughts as uh, the season has already got going for you, but now kind of with Major League Baseball getting going today. Well, it's, it's nice to see after, obviously, what went on uh, last year but uh getting the major leagues going and, and have an opportunity to uh watch some baseball games on tv and hopefully uh they're going to get some fans there as the uh, spring and summer uh, uh continues on here but uh, i think it's just uh good for everybody to get uh get some things uh going back to normal here all right coach best of luck today and uh, we will uh, look forward to another good ball game all right. Thank you, sir. That's Brad Archer, head coach of the Carney Bearcats, and we'll be back to Memorial Field as they get ready to take on the Lincoln East Spartans right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. 
Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Again, for Kearney, they've been in good shape, still missing Ethan Morachik, but have missed him since the beginning of the year. For Lincoln East, they're without Hutchinson Community College commit Brady Bell to a torn UCL, and uh, Coach Lonick says he's a super state type of player, could do it all, pitch, catch, hit. He's not able to go for him. Uh, Cooper Erickson, who is the designated hitter we mentioned when we gave the lineups, have been battling a knee injury. Keegan Brink has also been a little bit under the weather, so uh, hopefully everybody ready to go here shortly for Lincoln East. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Doesn't matter if you're here in Kearney, the Tri-Cities, or want to be listening to Lincoln East Baseball, rooting for the Spartans today, you can follow along online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lincoln, Holdridge, and Lexington. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. It is currently 58 degrees here at the ballpark. The wind is howling out of the south at around 23 miles an hour, and so that will come into play as we get going this afternoon, and the wind is expected to be around 20. It was kind of that way yesterday in Omaha for the Bearcats. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Luke Wagner has finished his warm-up pitches. This is KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 92.1 FM, 1460 AM. We're ready to play some baseball here this afternoon, and I think a key... Carney needs to get out of this first inning today. Wagner's first pitch is on the way. Tim Higgins behind the plate, and Jimmy Langan on the bases. It's going to be just a little high here to Jalen Welsh, and it is 1-0. Jalen Welsh, Brian Van Meter, and Austin Schneider, the first three for East. And the 1-0 pitch squares to bunt, pulls it back at strike one, brought up a fastball again. Last time I had a chance to do a game for Lucas Wagner, he was uh, pitching last year for the uh, juniors and threw a no-hitter in the final game of the year. 1-1 pitch here to Welsh. Tries to bring a curveball in and does. That's a beauty. Called strike two, one and two to the center fielder for Lincoln East in Jalen Welsh. As we said, just about all of these guys are pounding the baseball with a team batting average of 432 and working quickly. The curveball is going to be fouled on the right field line that's against the wind, so it holds it into the ballpark, but it will land down around the bullpen pitching rubber. And our first foul ball of the game brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See uh, Robert Kaya or Wendy Vosser today. And Wagner not wasting any time. He stands in there. He is ready to throw the pitch. He's been waiting for the batter, Jalen Welsh, to stand in there. And the pitch is lined right back up the middle for a base hit. Welsh hitting 579. We'll add to that. Takes a wide turn, but Easton Bruce gets over to cut it off. And that's another thing. A lot of strikes were thrown there. Wagner will throw a lot of strikes, and the younger you are, the more you have to know how to work the count. Sometimes you're going, why was it 0-2, and all of a sudden it's always 2-2-3-2. It doesn't have to get crazy, but with a good batting team, a good hitting team, like you see here from Lincoln East. So a leadoff single. Let's see if they test the youngster early. Not a very big lead. Left-hander Brian Van Meter is also the left fielder here for Lincoln East. He'll square to bunt, pull it back, and they're going to say that miss low, ball one. One and O. Oh. Here on the number two man in the lineup who checks his wristbands. That's what they do. And we've got time, so the catcher 
Max Myers will come out. So you've got uh, Creed Martin getting the start in right field today. Anderson comes in from the outfield to take over a shortstop. And Kale Conrad out there in left field. Myers still catching. Rich still at third. Johnson still at first. You got Bober over there at second today. And now we're ready to go. A little bigger lead over there from Welsh. He'll throw over, but back. And as we said, getting through this first inning, that is the first order of business, obviously, because they're going to try and mess with the youngster here in Lucas Wagner. Takes a look over again out of the stretch. Fastball sloppily to second. This could be two over to second. One back to first, not in time. Just a touch of a trouble getting it out of the glove there for Bober to swing it over to his shortstop, Braden Anderson. But still first out of the ball game. Van Meter will reach on the fielder's choice. And that'll bring up the right fielder, Austin Schneider. So they'll pinch him up the middle here a little bit. Of course, with a guy on first, you're going to see it pinched up the middle, closer to playing the second base bang, just in case somebody is moving, and that ball was just hit right at Reese Bober. Something Carney did have a little problem with yesterday, a few too many errors. Wagner's curveball, beauty, strike one. Schneider taking it, and that looks like it's working early on here for the sophomore, Lucas Wagner. Lead away from first four, Van Meter. Just underway here. Early start on this Thursday. Home game for Carney High. Throw to first, and Johnson will pick it up off the turf. No tag applied. Taking a look at the outfield. Playing fairly straight up. The right fielder, Martin, playing off the line pretty good, especially with the wind blowing from right to left. Get a long look over at first in the 0-1 pitch on the way. It's a pitch out. They'll throw back down to first and not in time. Again, that all depended on where the ball was thrown by Max Myers. He threw it to the foul side of first base. Had it been perfect, they might have got him. It was pretty good play there on the pitch out. It's 1-1. One one. Cooper Erickson would be next. One on, one out. Just underway here at Memorial Field. And the pitch from Wagner, crowded to third. Rich, two hops, knocks it down. He's going to have to go to first. He does, and pulled Johnson off the bag. And there it is. Errors. Routine grounder. Didn't field it cleanly, so had to go to first and threw it too high. And runners at first and second on the throwing error of the third baseman, Rich. So Cooper Erickson, the designated hitter. These are the things that Coach Archer's talking about, getting cleaned up from his ball club. Not giving away free passes, especially when it brings up the cleanup hitter in Erickson. He's hitting 6-11 on the season. And not a lot of home runs on this team, but Erickson does have a couple. And if you're a left-handed hitter today, you just love this wind. So Wagner brings the first pitch home. Fastball just outside. That's exactly where Max Myers set up. Wagner hit his target. It's just that he's set up outside, and it's ball one. So Welsh, a leadoff single, was forced out on the Van Meter ground out. So now Brands at second, Schneider's at first after the throwing air. Top of the first, set up outside again. Wagner's fastball this time is there, strike one. One ball, one strike to the designated hitter for Lincoln East. In Cooper Erickson, Keegan Brink would be next. Ton of seniors on this roster. And the pitch outside, try to use a little off speed that time. Myers does a good job to knock it down. Two and one. 
And this is where even a good hitting team doesn't need any more help because now it's a hitter's count. Two men already on, so Wagner's got to find a way to get one past the designated hitter, Cooper Erickson. And a pickoff move at second. They might have got him. They did. Anderson slaps it down. Wagner picks off Brian Van Meter. A big play, and now two outs for Carney High. Well done by the Bearcats. That is a killer for anybody. Lincoln East, rally killer there. Nice move for out number two. And now they'll throw it to first, and it gets away. And rounding second and heading to third. So you make a break for yourself, and then you throw one away. And an error. We'll send Schneider all the way over to third. So the first run of the ball game now 90 feet away. And the Lincoln East fans, and mostly ball players, because there's not a lot of fans that made the trip, making some noise in the dugout. They're all up against the fence. Wagner just has to concentrate on the hitter. Erickson crowds the plate and pops one up down the right field side. That should stay in play. Johnson with the win, helping, gets it, and Carney gets out of here despite a couple of errors. No runs on one hit. There were two errors and one man left on, but they survived the top of the first against this powerful East offense. It's Lincoln East nothing. The Carney Bearcats coming to bat. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Doug Duda back with you here at Historic Memorial Field. As always, a big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue and assistants like Carmen Grant and those that allow us to bring you Cardi Baseball and our many fine sponsors along the way, which include Great Western Bank, Insurance Connection, and Buffalo Roofing, along with ENT Physicians. Glad to have you along with us. Kind of a weird top of the first. One hit, two errors, a pickoff, uh, and a fielder's choice, but it ends up being nothing on the board. And Carney High will bring up Easton Bruce, Reese Bober, and Braden Anderson to start the bottom of the first. You look out here at Lincoln East, and they just look like the Dodgers. That's what their uniforms look like out there. And they're kind of playing like the Dodgers have been the last couple of years. Yankees in Toronto, 2-2, bottom of the sixth. Detroit leads Cleveland, 3-0, top of the sixth. And the first pitch 
Bruce swings and fouls it away. Of course, Tuesday against Columbus, he went after the first pitch and put it in play to the first three times he was up. We will have Royals baseball coming up on the breeze. 310 first pitch. Pittsburgh leads the Cubs. Bottom of the second, 3-1. Off speed, waved out and missed here by Bruce. It's 0-2. Coach Lonick says that his pitcher, Ryan Clemente, throws between 83 and 87. He's got good secondary pitches. We've already seen it. He's working quick, too, and it's fouled straight back. And that'll keep it at 0-2. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. Lori Rogers, Ryan Bruna among your agents. So both pitchers have been working quickly and another 0-2 pitch. Fastball just a little low. One and two. Reese Bober would be next. The right-handed pitcher, Clemente, to the left-handed batter, Bruce. Off speed. It's going to be hit right down the first baseline. It's booted by the first baseman. Still makes the throw, and then it's dropped, and Bruce runs over the first base or the pitcher, and he's safe on the air. The air will have to be charged, I suppose, to the first baseman as he hit it right down the line, over the bag, backhanded, knocked it down, had to go chase it down, and then the throw was a little off, and it bounced off the glove of the pitcher, Ryan Clemente. Clemente probably should have caught it too, but nonetheless, it's a leadoff man aboard here where Carney, again, their offense has struggled, so it doesn't really matter where you're at but they had the leadoff man on five times in the seven innings against Columbus Tuesday and only scored one run. Squaring to bunt, they'll bounce the baseball, and back in is Bruce. Good throw down there by the catcher, Josh Enstock. Grant Springer, the first baseman, slaps the tag on, but he's safe. It'll be ball one. So earlier in a couple of games this year, we didn't see Carney go to the bunt early on. Talked to Coach Brad Archer off the air about that. Says just trying to get things going early. Throw over to first. Ooh, a little wide. Nice job there by Springer. That was well inside the bag up the line. And he did a good job to save it. Bruce, pretty good lead over there. He was the only one that even attempted a stolen base on Tuesday. Bober to bunt. They'll pull it back. It's low and away. Well, looks like Clemente, who didn't have any problem Staying in flow there against Bruce. Flustered by the square to bunt here. 2-0. Now let's see what Coach Archer does. What's the uh, count in your favor? You have to expect a strike. Playing in very shallow at third. Swinging away, but lifting it to left. How will the wind affect this? Back, 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 back. Can't find it. Lost it in the sun. The runners will go to second and third as Brian Van Meter will bring it in. And Carney has runners at second and third. And it wasn't touched. That's going to go as a double. So a double there for Reese Bober off the air and a little help here from Lincoln East. You know what the wind blowing out towards left. Wasn't sure Van Meter knew what the wind was doing. And then the old helpless threw his hands in the air, says, I can't find it. I don't know where it's at. And it only landed about four feet behind him. So he got it in quickly. So runners at second and third and nobody out here in the bottom of the first and Braden Anderson. One of the more consistent offensive players stands in there batting third. Had been in the two-hole for most of the season. He'll take a fastball right down the pipe for strike number one. Kale Conrad has moved up into that cleanup spot. He will be next. But a golden chance here for Carney to get on top of undefeated East. Pickoff play to third and back in time. No need for Bruce to be leaning too far. And then the ball gets away from the pitcher, but it's backed up. 
Grant Springer. So it's starting to look like a holiday weekend mentally, and now Coach Archer wants to call timeout. And I don't know if he wants to talk to Braden or if he wants to talk to the home plate umpire. Looks like he will talk to maybe both of them. Coach Archer wants to talk to the home plate umpire, Tim Higgins, about something. Maybe a balk when he threw over to third. It's a short conversation, of course. How many times has Tim Higgins been behind the plate for a Brad Archer coach game? I wonder if I wonder if 250 is too many for an estimate. All right, let's get back to action. 0-1 to Braden Anderson. Nobody out. Bruce at third, Bober at second. Clemente out of the stretch. Kicks and fires. Swung on and missed. Strike two, fastball. So Clemente gets ahead in the count, 0-2. He really needs a strikeout with two runners in scoring position and any kind of a ball to the right side should score a run, maybe even to short. They're sacrificing that. And the 0-2 pitch to Anderson, low, blocked again by John Senstock. He's been worked here. Now he's going to come out and talk to his pitcher. And the shortstop is also going to come in, Noah Walters, maybe a little cross up there. On the signals. We're just underway. Lincoln East was able to get their first two men aboard, but then unable to score. Got a guy picked off and left a runner stranded at third. Now Carney has runners at second and third in the bottom of the first with nobody out, but Anderson down to the count, one and two with Conrad waiting. Here's the pitch. Up and in. Ball two. Two and two. <laughs> now Carney reacting. We told you in the top of the first, Lincoln East was very vocal out of their dugout, just kind of cheering the guys along. So Carney's going to get into that with their men up. A 2-2 pitch now to Anderson. Curveball in. Ball three. It's full. Bases open over here at first, but, man, don't want to load him, but you don't want to give Anderson something he can crush. He's been able to throw the fastball by him a couple of times. What does he do here? The 3-2 pitch. From Clemente to Anderson on the way. It's low, ball four. And the bases are juiced. And in a season where Carney has had very few big inning opportunities, they've got one right here against the number two team in the state, which some call number one, depending on where you're looking. We're going out of the Lincoln Journal Star, so that's where we're going to stay. When you take a look, Millard West started the season at number one in the state of Nebraska. And we're going to have a quick trip out to the mound. Millard South right now moved up to number one in the new rankings, followed by East, Creighton Prep, Millard North, and Bellevue West. Millard West, a couple of losses. So they're sixth uh, in Class A. Then it's Papio South, Papillion La Vista, Gretna, and Omaha West Side. You're listening to Carney High Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you in part by Family Physical Therapy, Five Points Bank, and Optical Gallery. Bases loaded, nobody out, bottom of the first for Carney. Coming off the 17-8 loss yesterday, but again, that started innocently enough. It was 1-1 into the third, and then an inning, as Brad Archer said, unlike anything he's been a part of, he goes, there's probably been a couple times where Carney in the summer have had huge innings like that, but he doesn't ever remember really being on the other side of a 16-run inning. The lefty, Cale Conrad. Against Clemente, here we go. Playing straight up, pick off, play at third. They thought they got him. No. He 
Houston Brews in there. <laughs> and you can hear some banter. I don't know if it's just the way the wind's blowing today, but you can hear a little bit of what's coming out of the dugout all day. Keep throwing all day. But a nice play over there with Lentil slapping it on. Now the pitch. Conrad away. Ball one. One and oh. Bruce at third. Bober at second. Anderson is at first. Shading just a bit towards left field with the wind blowing that way. Clemente again out of the stretch. And the 1-0. Outside. Ball two. Man, he looks so good pitching to Easton Bruce. Like he could throw anything he wanted anytime he wanted. Now Clemente a little flustered. Of course, big play here in the inning was that Bober fly ball to left that couldn't be located in the sun and fell by the warning track. 2-0. Clemente's got to bring it here. Conrad swings through the fastball. Strike one. Two and one. Tanner Johnson next. Carney trying to get more than just a run, but they've got to start with one here. In the bottom of the first, bases loaded. And nobody out. The lefty with the open stance waves the bat. And a 2-1 pitch from Clemente to Cale Conrad. Inside, ball three. No place to put him. It's three and one. Carney's got to be alert on the bases. They're not playing anywhere around first or second. And actually now Lentil has come way off the third base bag. So you can get a big lead. The pitch. It's low. Ball four. Close but miss low. And a bases loaded walk to Conrad. And that'll produce an RBI. And Carney High, with one hit, has the bases loaded and a run across. And the Bearcats lead it one to nothing. Now Tanner Johnson, who's starting to warm up a little bit after a rough first few games, comes in there as a left-handed bat. Time called here. With Bober now advancing to third, Anderson at second, Conrad at first. And Johnson in there now up one nothing, bottom of the first against undefeated East. And the pitch from Clemente is towered towards right field. That is well hit. They're not going to get it. That could clear them all. It's off the base of the ball. One is in. Two is in. Coach Archer says, I'm just going to hold Kale Conrad. And an RBI double makes it three to nothing. Tanner Johnson. The best swing probably of the year so far from the first baseman. And he just pounded it through that wind to right center. If you're familiar with Memorial Field, you got four light poles out there. He hit it at the light pole in right center between the 377 mark and the three flags that they have moved out this year, which is a new addition to Memorial. You used to just have the flag in center. And that will bring up Corbin Rich, who probably has the most power on the team. Conrad at third. It's 3-0 Carney. The pitch to Rich. It is fouled back. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Susan Bice, Mike Lewis among your real estate agents. So great, great start here on a sunny but windy afternoon for Carney High. It could have been rough for them in the first, but they got out of it. Now three across and nobody out of the bottom of the first. And the pitch to Rich. Curveball ripped to left, but it's foul. He jumped way out ahead of that off the Hitting facility makes plenty of noise over there, and that's what we've been waiting for, Rich. Thinking it in the back of my mind when those bases were loaded is Corbin had a chance to put one in the old Carney High parking lot, but now he's down in the count 0-2, and he's got to be careful of a big hook here from Clemente. And the pitch. Up and away fastball. Good place. It was just ball one. Lincoln East, you expect with them being 8-0 perfection, but as we said, 
haven't played a top 10 team. Now a 1-2 count to Conrad, or Rich with Myers on deck. Curveball chopped into the ground. That'll get a run home. They'll have to play it. It's short. The throw to first dropped it. He knew he had to hustle it over there. Noah Walters, when he went to make the exchange from glove to hand, had it slip out of there. And we'll see how they score that. That would have been bang, bang at first. I'm going to call it a hit because I'm not sure he would have thrown Rich out. He was hustling. Corbin is not the fastest guy on the team, but I'm going to give him an RBI single and make it 4 nothing. keep the good vibes going. Down to third, Tanner Johnson, and now the catcher, Max Myers, stands in. They set up outside, and the pitch from Clemente is low and away. And Myers, who's been very good at sacrifice bunting, might do it again, even with the run they've got going here. Dylan Welsh is the designated hitter. He's next. The seventh man to come to the plate here in the bottom of the first for Carney. The 1-0. He swings and pops it up. That's going to stay on the field of play. And, oh, and they slip. It was a foul ball. Again, the wind Tuesday that had been in the stands. Here it blew it back in. And coming all the way down near the on-deck circle, the first baseman, Grant Springer, had his cleat give out and a break there for Myers. So the ball drops, and it's... One ball, one strike. We have seen a little bit of everything so far, and we're not even out of the first inning with shots off the wall, pickoff plays. A foul ball that they didn't get to. Myers, big swing again, and they've got another chance towards the dugout, and that one's going to hit off the dugout. One and two. So Myers playing with fire. He's got a little extra hitch in his swing. And it looks like he kind of, he doesn't leap at the ball. If he squares it up, it's going to fly forever. But he kind of jumps at it, and sometimes you get under it, and that's what we've seen the last two swings, why they've been popped up foul. Now it's one and two to Myers with Welsh on deck in the one-two pitch. Up and away, ball two. Still nobody out here in the bottom of the first. Carney four, undefeated Lincoln East, nothing. They put some runs on the board late against Papio yesterday. The pitch swung on and missed, strike three. And that'll be the first out here in the bottom of the first. But Myers got his hacks in, and that'll bring up the designated hitter, Dylan Welsh. And again, even at this point, you just want to put the ball in play. With less than two outs, usually you can scratch another run across. And that'll bring up Dylan Welsh. He took one fairly deep late in the ball game last night. And the first pitch to him is away. Oh, they're going to call it a strike. Strike one. Looked like that sailed into the opposite batter's box to the left-hander Welsh. 0-1 to Welsh. Again, you've got Rich at first, Johnson at third. And the pitch. Up and in. No doubt about that one, ball one. Creed Martin's on deck. Carney is definitely in position, if there's no double play, to bat around here in the first inning. That's always a comfortable feeling. That gives the youngster, Lucas Wagner, time to think over there. And they've actually got him out here warming up a little bit. Always a good problem. The pitch swung on and fouled towards those guys that were warming up, but it's out of play. Foul foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. See uh, Susan Weiss, Mike Lewis, Amy Johnson. Among your home real estate agents. Glad to have you along with us for high school baseball. Here on 
ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Carney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The pitch is going to be outside. A little change up there to Welsh, and it's 2-2. Two and two. Bruce reached on an error, then Bober hit one to deep left that they lost in the sun, and East has not been able to recover from that. And Johnson later took one off the wall. The pitch swung on and missed strike two, or strike three, excuse me. So the second out, and again, some of Carney's problems have been like that. Even though you've got the four spot on the board, you had a runner at third with nobody out. And Creed Martin will get a chance. So back-to-back strikeouts now for Clemente. And the number nine man gets to bat here in the first inning. Corbin Rich down there at first. Signals being sent in by the catcher, Josh Senstock. But I think the only way they would send Rich is if they're trying to get him in a pickle and get Johnson to score from third. So Clemente out of the stretch to Martin. Swung on and ripped to left, but pulled it again. That was a good swing. He just jumped out in front of it and puts it in the parking lot. Strike one. Four to nothing, Carney. And a long first inning, nearly half an hour long. But as long as it's for the positive as opposed to yesterday, we'll take that. The pitch, Martin. There's a nice breaking ball over the outside third for strike two. So Clemente, who looked comfortable to the first two batters, then very uncomfortable, has now looked like he's breathing normal again here. Two strikeouts and trying to get three in a row. Martin right down the middle called strike three. So the first six men get on, but then three straight strikeouts to seven, eight, nine. So for Carney, they're able to pick up four runs. And we put that down on one, two, three hits. There were two errors, excuse me, one error, and two men left on. After one, Carney four, Lincoln East nothing here on ESPN. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HDTVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! The second baseman, number eight, Keegan Brink. We go to the top of the second inning, and Lucas Wagner will face Keegan Brink, Josh Senstock, and Grant Springer. And the first pitch taken for strike one to Brink. Carney up 4 nothing here in the top of the second inning. And Wagner 
Fires it just a little away for ball one. So Carney High looking to snap a little two-game losing streak. Off to a good start, and this would really put a little pep in the step getting into Saturday's doubleheader. Big curveball ripped back up the middle, and that's a base hit. Nice piece of hitting by Keegan Brink. He could tell it was a curveball, and it was stayed up. He hammered it into center. So a single for Brink. We'll bring up the catcher, Josh Senstock, and for the second straight inning, East is able to get the leadoff man on. In fact, they had the first two men on in the top of the first, but got a little help. Well, they didn't get the first two men on. There was a fielder's choice, I should say. But they had an opportunity, had a man picked off with runners at first and second and one out. Pitch. Breaking ball just out, ball one. And Tim Higgins behind the plate. Jimmy Langan doing the bases. Wind howling, though, at about 20 miles an hour. Has already affected a couple of plays. One in left in the bottom of that inning and a couple foul balls that stayed on the first base side that East could not haul in. Wagner checks the runner at first. Senstock still doesn't get back in the batter's box. Coach Lonick had come down the line to give some instructions. And now we're waiting, 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 waiting. And Wagner comes set. Brings it home, fastball, no. Max Myers double-clutched on that one. He thought they had a strike. And it'll be ball two. So 2-0 with Grant Springer on deck. Very similar start here to the top of the second as we had the top of the first. Wagner checks the runner. Keeps the glove high as he comes set. Fastball taken all the way. Strike one. Two and one. So in the bottom of the first, even though Clemente struck out the side, he also walked two. And the three men he struck out were in the seven, eight, and nine hole. Four nothing, Carney. Wagner again. Concerned with the runner at first, not much of a lead they'll throw over there. Back in time, Tanner Johnson at first. Again, Corbin Rich at third, Reese Bober at second, Johnson at first, Brayden Anderson at shortstop today. Kale Conrad in left, Easton Bruce center, Creed Martin in right, Max Myers the catcher. Wagner again checks at first. And a 2-1 pitch, brought it home, swung on and hit into left field, coming in, sliding, and it goes right past the left fielder, Kale Conrad. That'll get a runner to third. They're going to try and score him, and it's cut off. They will not have a play at the plate. He tried to make a great catch, and instead not able to bring it in on the slide. And that'll be the first run of the ball game here for Lincoln East. And Matt Connett's going to come out now and talk to Lucas Wagner. Just settle him down. Probably tell him, hey, we've got a 4-0 lead. Don't worry so much about that kid over at first. We're going to have a courtesy runner as well for Lincoln East, and that is going to be Jalen Worthley, number two. Worthley will come in. And that will be a base hit for Josh Senstock and an RBI. Brink comes around to score 4-1. That'll bring up Grant Springer, the first baseman. Anderson shading the runner at second. Now the pitch. Fastball over the inner corner. That's a strike. I think that's a good trip to the mound there for Matt Conant. 
even if they give up this second run, you're up four to two. Just don't give a big inning right back. Don't let them distract you. You've been in a good rhythm on the mound. And the sophomore Wagner comes set, brings it home. Another good pitch, but just missed outside. One and one. Haven't really seen either pitcher lose one wildly. Signals coming in to the batter and to the catcher to relay to Wagner. So two hits to start. The bottom of the second gets east on the board and the pitch. Curveball popped up in the infield. It's going to be foul now and coming back to make the catch, Max Myers. So Grant Springer will foul out to the catcher for out number one, and that'll bring up Keenan Lintel. Lintel, the third baseman. The third baseman, number nine. For Lincoln East. So a big out there for Carney High. With the eight and nine men coming up. Wagner checks in there with Myers and now comes set. Runner at second, squaring to bunt, bunting down the third baseline, but foul, strike one. 0-1-1, Noah Walters next. So Brink singles, Senstock lines one for an RBI into left field. And we take a look at some of the stats here of the guys at the bottom of the lineup. Lintel is even batting 400, but not afraid to square to bunt. And the 0-1 pitch. That one's a fastball just high, right down the pipe, ball one. One ball, one strike. Rich comes in, plays even with the bag at third. Johnson actually even with the bag at first, maybe a half step behind it. Center fielder Easton Bruce may be playing a step in. And the 1-1. Fastball, strike two over the outside half. One ball, two strikes. Trying to leave this man out there at second. Still some work to do for pitcher Lucas Wagner. Banter from the dugout again. Wagner comes set and fires. That's going to be low and away. Kind of overthrew that one ball, two, two and two. Senstock standing at second base, hoping he can move around another 180 feet here before the third out happens. Two balls, two strikes. Wagner looking for his first strike out of the ball game. And he'll bring it home. Curveball right back to him. It goes off his glove, and they're not going to be able to get anybody. Hard luck there. Infield hit. He just threw his glove up. It hit right off the top of it. And we've got runners at first and third. And that'll bring up Noah Walters. They've had a... About three of them here that have been tough for us to decide whether they're hits or errors because they've been so close. But Wagner got that glove up as high as he could get it, and it just clipped off the tip, and instead of just dropping straight down, it went towards third base. He was leaning towards first. There goes the runner. They'll throw down. He's safe. Nobody going from third. It's a stolen base. Walter squared to bunt. It was high. Ball one. Lintel steals second, runners at second and third. Four to one, Carney, and we're only in the top of the second. We had an hour and 40-minute ball game on Thursday. We're not going to have an hour and 40-minute ball game today. But as long as Carney I gets it done, we'll take it. So 1-0 to the number nine. He'll swing on it, hit it towards right. That could be trouble back, back, and diving and just making the catch. 
for the out. They'll be able to tag up and score. But that win giving everybody problems, and Martin had to go down to his knees and barely kept it off the ground. It'll be a sacrifice fly for Noah Walters. But it is out number two, and it's 4-2, to two, Carney now, with Lintel moving down to third. Just a little play like that. The ball was not caught by the Lincoln East left fielder, Van Meter, who lost it in the sun, ended up being a big inning. Right there, making that catch, Martin. He saves a run for the moment. Back to the top of the order, Jalen Welsh, a solid single to start the ball game. Curve ball, stays a little high, ball one. So East has had their share of base runners. Can they get in? Lintel from third. Carney hoping not. I don't know how many big innings Carney has in him. And the pitch. Fastball. Going to say no. A little low. Ball two. 2-0 to Welsh. Van Meter on deck. Two across with a third man standing at third here in the top of the second for undefeated Lincoln East. The pitch from Wagner. Working quick, it's outside, 3-0. Carney leads it as they bat it around in the bottom of the first. Wind continues to howl, 20-plus, two left. And a called strike. The old automatic on 3-0. Always fun as a broadcaster to watch those. On an 0-2, that would have been a ball. On a 3-0, it's a strike. 3-1, 3-1, still some work to do here for Lucas Wagner. And the pitch, just missed almost the exact same spot. Ball four. And that will be the first walk of the ball game issued by Wagner. Runners at the corners, they already stole in this situation last time. Brian Van Meter crowded into a fielder's choice last time. He hit it right at the second baseman, Reese Bober. They almost turned the double play on it. So early on, we've had a couple of key moments of the ball game, and you got another one right here. Need to be able to retire Van Meter, get back into that dugout with a two-run lead. He gets on. The big inning is still in play. Wagner out of the stretch. Fake the bunt, and there's the straight steal. They don't even throw through. East not afraid to steal. Looks like Little League, where it's automatic the very first time. But Carney will throw through. They did not that time. So the tying run is at second. East trying to get all of them back here in this last half inning. The pitch outside, and now with the runners on base, it's been bothering Wagner again. And it's two balls and no strikes. Austin Schneider would be next. The sixth man to come to the plate here in the inning. Wagner set, working fast, brings it home, strike. Two and one, and that gets some applause from the Carney crowd. Again, just need to retire this guy and you survive. Obviously, they're going to not have Wagner go the distance today anyway. And the sophomore brings it home high, ball three. Three and one. Carney had numerous free passes against Papillion La Vista South yesterday. And Wagner in danger of walking back to back batters here. Nobody warming up in the dugout, but usually whoever comes in is already on the field. The 3-1, fastball, no. Boy, he didn't miss by much. Back-to-back walks, and the bases are jacked for the number three hitter, Austin Schneider, who reached on an error 
was stranded at third in the first. It's 4-2, to Carney. We're only in the top of the second. And the bases are loaded with two outs here for Lincoln East. 8-0, and ranked first and second in the polls. And Wagner now comes set, brings it home. And the curveball is low, ball one. And if Wagner doesn't get this out, all of a sudden you may be looking at a trip to the mound again. Trouble finding the strike zone here to the last three batters. The pitch from Wagner. Outside, fastball missed. Ball two, two and oh. No place to put him. Carney's first run was on a bases loaded walk before Johnson took it off the wall. The 2 0. Swung on and chopped foul. He was really ready to swing and got out ahead of that one. Schneider. Cooper Erickson, the designated hitter, is next. Lintel at third. Welsh at second. Van Meter at first. Two runs across in the top of the second. Two outs, though. And Lucas Wagner in a jam. The 2 1 pitch. High ball three. Just anxious with that fastball. Been pretty good about keeping it down. Didn't stride through, and it sails high on him. So do you set on one, or are you take it all the way? Let's find out what Austin Schneider does. The 3-1 pitch, swung on and fouled back towards us. And off the press box. Foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Teresa DeLate and Robert Fitzgerald among your home real estate agents. So now the... Count is full. That will allow the runners to get a little bit bigger jump here. Huge pitch. We've already had a couple. Three and two, two out, bases loaded. And the pitch from Wagner. Take it for strike three and a good call. Usually Schneider going to be aggressive, but a great time to come up with the first strikeout of the ball game. But they pick up two runs. They do that with three base hits. There was no errors and two men, three men left on base. After an inning and a half, it is Carney four and Lincoln East two. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by Great Western Bank. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. A lot of action already here from Historic Memorial Field. Glad you've made ESPN Tri-Cities your home for Kearney High Baseball and Kearney and Kearney Catholic Sports brought to you by Good Evans. Live well, love well. Good Evans. 
Bruce.com. And Easton Bruce will stand in there against Ryan Clemente. Carney loved to bat around again like they did in the first. Bruce swings at the first pitch and fouls it away. Strike one. He is going to swing at it if it's a strike. We talked about that with assistant coach Connett that maybe they went after a few too many first pitches. But it was working for Bruce. He reached on an error of the first baseman the first time up. The pitch outside. Ball one, one and one. As I said, Clemente seems to have really good control out there, but once they got some base runners, maybe a little more nerves out of the stretch. The one, one out of the windup. Curve ball out ahead of that one. Strike two, one and two. <laughs> kind of almost exactly similar to the first time Bruce was up there. He was down on the count. Then he was able to pull an off-speed pitch down the first baseline. And the 1-2 to Bruce. Same thing. This time he pops it down the third baseline into foul ground. Chance to go get it. And it's caught by Brian Van Meter. About six feet into foul ground. So the foul out to left for Easton Bruce. That'll bring up Reese Bober. He got a lucky double. And by that... He had hit it high in the air to left, and Van Meter lost it in the sun. And it fell behind him for the double, and that kind of opened the floodgates. The error and then that play, and Carney got four. Curveball strike one. Braden Anderson would be next, then Kale Conrad. They all four scored. Bruce Bover, Anderson, and Conrad scored. But Carney left a runner at third with nobody out. There's a sawed-off single base hit for Reese Bober off the handle. That just got to the outfield. He'll take it. He's two for two in the ball game. And that'll bring up Braden Anderson. He walked to load the bases the first time up. Came around to score on the Johnson double. So one out single. Anderson playing shortstop today. In from the normal spot out there in the outfield for him. Altwine getting a breather today. And the first pitch is in the dirt. Ball one, or as we have here at Carney, the turf. Carney's right back in action again on Saturday. They go down to Lincoln for a double duel with Millard West and Millard North. North is undefeated, and West was preseason number one. Pickoff play at first, but back in plenty of time is Bober. 4-2 Carney. We're only in the bottom of the second. And the pitch outside all the way for ball two to Braden Anderson. He walked on a full count pitch the first time. Now he jumps up 2-0. Things have slowed down a little bit here now for Clemente on the mound. He comes to the stretch and a 2-0 pitch to Anderson. Fastball fouled right off the mask and back to the netting. And it's two and one. Kale Conrad on deck. He had a bases loaded walk to force in that first run in the first. Carney's also back home Monday. Lincoln Northeast, one of the teams they've beaten, the last team they beat this last Saturday. We'll have it for you Monday here on ESPN. Curveball high. There goes the steal. It bounces into the outfield, but not far enough away. Oh, maybe, maybe so, but not getting up and noticing that in time. Bober, he didn't get it located. But nonetheless, to stolen base, 
I mentioned it in the first inning. We're kind of hearing some of the dugout chatter down there more than usual. That time, one of the Carney players says, he's just too fast. And so Bober gets down to second. It was a ball, so it's 3-1 and one to Anderson. And it's going to probably take more than four today for Carney offensively. The pitch, fastball, chopped towards third, and it's right on the line. It's fair. They'll have to make a long throw. They can't do it. Infield hit. I'm not sure that Keenan Lintel realized that it was fair. He did look right at the umpire, though, and fired it across. Nice job on the splits there by Springer, but able to beat it out. An infield single for Brayton Anderson. He is actually one of the speedier guys on the team. So Bober has to remain at second, but now two on and one out. And Cale Conrad steps in there. He's a left-hander. Pretty good open stance. Just looks good when he's in there waving that bat. Can he make something happen here? The first pitch to him from Ryan Clemente. Making his second appearance. Chopped towards second. He's going to have to hustle over to second for one. They can't get him out at first. Won't even make the throw, but a fielder's choice for Cale Conrad. And Braden Anderson is forced out second to short as Bober advances to third. So first and third, two outs. And here's Tanner Johnson, who just ripped the first pitch he saw off the right center field wall. And that was able to get two men in. And now we're going to have a trip to the mound from head coach Michael Linick. Lonick, excuse me. Michael Lonick walks out there. And this is the one man that smashed it last time. So I'm sure that's a little bit of the discussion. Standing at third is Bober at first, Conrad. Two on, two out. Corbin Rich would be next, so it's not exactly like you would pitch around Tanner Johnson to bring up Rich. Some other sporting news. It's the opening day of Major League Baseball, as we said. Kansas City Royals, our pregame right now on the breeze, 94.5. First pitch at around 310. In the bottom of the eighth, the Yankees. Sanchez had a two-run home run. That's all they've got, but it's still 2-2 with the Jays. Cubs are down to Pittsburgh, 3-2, top of the fourth. Detroit still shutting out Cleveland, 3-0, bottom of the eighth. Now we're ready to go. Johnson stands in there. Clemente. First pitch outside. He was not going to groove one, and you can't blame him. Ball one. See what the discussion is. Conrad down at first. They try to hold him on. Not a big lead, though, at all. He's not going anywhere. The fastball is low and away again. Ball two. So, so far, nothing to Tanner Johnson that he could even offer at. Carney, hey, if if they want to pitch around him and go to Corbin Rich, I think they'll live with that. The 2-0 pitch to Johnson. Up, ball three. Johnson, good job holding the bat on that one. Also, the Phillies lead the Braves 1-0 in the bottom of the fourth. Dodgers in Colorado just getting underway, and now they just say go down. Ball four. So they were pitching around Tanner Johnson. Conrad to second, and the bases are loaded. And up, Corbin Rich. We've had some interesting scenarios in this baseball game. So the base is loaded with two outs and Corbin Rich, and he just has to make sure not to overswing. He puts that smooth swing on it. We could have some fun. First pitch to Rich. Swung on and popped up. 
Second baseman, Keegan Brink, right there, shades his eyes and brings it in. And that will end the second inning. No runs, two hits. There were no errors, and the bases were left juiced. So after two, it's Carney four and Lincoln East two on ESPN Tri-Cities. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here at Historic Memorial Field in Kearney. We've played an hour and only made it through two innings. Four to two. Carney High has the lead. And as we go to the top of the third, Lucas Wagner back on the mound and Cooper Erickson, cleanup hitter, designated hitter, is in. He fouled out to the first baseman, Tanner Johnson, the first time up, and the pitch is called strike one. Lincoln East has taken a lot of first pitches, and Wagner's done a fairly good job of finding the strike zone in those occasions. And the wind in the pitch, taken again, just a little outside, ball one. Cooper Erickson, Keegan Brink, and John Senstock. Four, five, and six to get it going here in the top of the third for undefeated Lincoln East, who trail at Kearney four to two. Setting up outside Myers. Curveball hit into center field. Bruce back, back. That's carrying way more than it looked like, and it's over his head. And trotting into second will be Cooper Erickson. Again, he's kind of favoring that knee, and he gets a leadoff double. Boy, I sure didn't think he got that much of it, but it went over Bruce's head for a leadoff double. And East has had the leadoff man in each of the three innings, and now they're going to courtesy run here. And that looks like it'll be Caden Bradley. Or number 15. So he'll slide down there to be the courtesy runner. 4-2 to Carney. And our high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by the Bike Shed. Home real estate. And Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle here on ESPN Tri Cities. The second baseman, number eight, Keegan Brink. Brink stands in there, led off the second inning with a single. Got the inning going for East. The pitch, he squares to Bunn, it's up and in. Big lead down there towards second. Ball one. Neither one of the pitchers have had success throwing strikes when the Batters have squared to bunt. Clemente really struggled in the first inning against Carney. And on the couple of occasions that they've squared here against Wagner, he has missed pretty badly as well. The 1-0 pitch, swung on and hammered to left. 
That is deep, and forget about it. This game is tied. You squared a bunt, and then you hit it about 440 feet with a little help from the wind. Cale Conrad knew right away out there and left that he wasn't going to have to chase that one very far. And a towering home run from Keegan Brink for a team that came into today hitting 432. And the East Spartans have erased the 4-0 deficit. It's 4-4. Top of the third. Nobody on, nobody out. And here is Josh Senstock. You got to give credit there probably to Caden Bradley. He did his job out there as the courtesy runner. Stood at second and watched it sail out. He said, that's the kind of job I like. Big curveball stays up and over the helmet of Senstock. Ball one. Not exactly sure who would be in line. Maybe Easton Bruce in a relief appearance today. Had to use quite a few guys yesterday, of course. Fastball hit towards Bruce in center. He's got to go back again. He's got it measured. He puts up the glove and snags it with the right hand. So, seen some pretty hard hit balls, but finally an out. And that'll bring up Grant Springer. He fouled out to the catcher, Myers, the first time up. 4-4 now here on ESPN, KXPN, Kearney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Getting to stay out of that windup seems to be a little more comfortable here from Wagner. And the first offering to the first baseman, Springer, hit towards left, have to come in, can't get to it. One hopper, base hit. Springer just kind of threw the bat at it half-heartedly. And the third hit of the inning here and the seventh of the ball game for Lincoln East. Here's Keenan Lintel. He had a single and stole a base the last inning. He's checking down with the third base coach. Long time here to get the signals in. Got to be a little faster there. Tim Higgins will say, step in. Let's play some baseball. And so now Wagner checks the runner, Springer, and delivers the pitch. Fastball over the outside corner for strike one. Good pitch. 0-1. But Wagner has thrown a lot of pitches already in this baseball game with the early season pitch count in effect. Look over at first again. Keeps the glove high in the stretch and brings it home. That'll be hit right back up the middle. Another base hit here for Lincoln East. One hopper to Bruce and up 90 feet. So the fourth hit of the inning here for East. Runners at first and second. One out. The number nine man, Noah Walters. And I'm guessing if Walters would happen to reach, we would probably see the Brad Archer trot or strut or walk out to the pitcher's mound. Stroll, maybe. We'll call it a stroll. But let's see if Wagner can make it happen here. Get something on the ground or maybe even get his second strikeout. And the pitch. Squaring to bunt. Ooh. Called ball one. Wagner, i got to agree with Lucas there. That looked like that dropped right in the middle. Besides, Tim Higgins isn't perfect. we got to say that, right? Ball one. One and oh. But a call he could have used. The pitch squares to bunt again. There's the strike, and that might have been outside, so one and one. But we're just up here calling the game. We don't have the eyesight from right behind the plate. And the weather's just going to get nicer and nicer into the Easter weekend. Carney going down to Lincoln to play 
A pair of games against Millard West and Millard North. The 1-1 pitch does not square to bunt, and it's outside. Ball two. Two and one. And Wagner has got to go after the number nine man. Walters hit a sacrifice fly into right field that was diving the whole way that Martin made a pretty good play on. So everybody can hit in this lineup for East. There's no doubt about it. Just got to have somebody in the nine slot. Pitch is hit towards short, and it's going to get into the outfield. Almost hit the runner, and one run will score, and they'll go into second. The throw to third is up the line, and it's 5-4 Lincoln East. Again, if Braden Anderson is playing his normal shortstop spot, that's a ground ball out, but he's shading towards the runner at second. Seen that a couple times. Carney might have to make some better decisions there. You don't need both guys over at second base. It hurt him on Tuesday against Columbus. It's hurt him a couple of times here today. An RBI single for Noah Walters. Springer scores, and the runners advance to second and third. That'll bring up the top of the order in Jaden Welsh. No trip to the mound, and it's a called strike one. So the leadoff man for East, batting for the third time in the first three innings. 5-4 now, East. They've pushed across three runs here in the top of the third. Still only one out. Production from the bottom of the order here in the third. And Wagner set way outside. Ball one. One and one. Brian Van Meter would be next. This is the seventh man to come to the plate here. East sent eight men to the plate in the second. One ball, one strike. The sophomore Wagner continues to work. Popped in the air on a bunt. Myers dives in foul territory but can't handle it. That's where the old catcher glove gets you. There's not a lot of room for that ball to fall. Took him a moment to locate it, but an all-out dive and just couldn't get it to hold in there. So that's strike two on the safety squeeze. Van Meter waiting on deck. Carney needs an out here. As East looking for the huge inning now that they've already scored three. Count now one and two, so you don't have to worry about the bunt. You wouldn't think. And the one-two pitch, curveball up, ball two. Two and two. Anderson, again, more towards the middle. Second baseman, Reese Bober playing his normal spot. And the pitch. High ball three. Three and two. First base is open, but again, got to find a way here for Lucas Wagner. 3-2 count. He's had a few of them in the ball game. Checks the runner. Comes stretch the pitch. Popped up towards right field. That's going to stay on the playing field, right on the foul line. First baseman Johnson dropped it. It's a fair ball. And the bases are loaded on the air. So Welsh at first. Lintel and Walters couldn't go anywhere. But the bases are now loaded. And that'll bring up Brian Van Meter. Grounded to second for a fielder's choice in the first, walked in the second. 
Rich will play in at third. Johnson at first, just in case they try to drop down another bunt. Long look in at his catcher, Max Myers, and Lucas Wagner set again the pitch. Swung on, and he went after one low in the dirt. Got him on that one, strike one. East has not helped out Lucas Wagner very often. Of course, he hasn't thrown very many bad pitches for him to chase either. Survived the first, but not so much the second and the third, and it could get real ugly here in a hurry if they cannot retire Van Meter and Schneider. The pitch swung on and popped back over our heads, so quickly ahead in the count. 0-2. Foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Mark Shipperite or Steve Corum. No balls, two strikes. Bases loaded, one out. 5-4, Lincoln East. Here in the top of the third. Lucas Wagner's pitch. Poked right back up the middle. Knocked down by Anderson. They're going to send the runners home, and he's going to get a two-RBI single that barely got into the outfield. Seeing eye, just got past the pitcher. Anderson laid out and knocked it down, but the runner from second, Walters, thought it had gotten into the outfield. Coach Lonick did not send him. He just kept going, but they were not able to make a play at home. And two RBIs here for Van Meter. Welsh gets to second, and Walters and Lintel score. Five of the inning, and it's seven to four. As we said, they have scored less than ten only once. Curveball taken for a strike, Austin Schneider. They threatened to bat around to the second. They will bat around here in the third. And we're not done. First and second, still only one out. Schneider waving the bat, waiting for the pitch. Swung on and hammered into the gap into left center field. That's going to go all the way to the wall. One run easily in, two runs easily in, and an RBI double for Austin Schneider, who had reached on an error and struck out to end the second inning. And that's going to be it for Lucas Wegner, as here comes Brad Archer to the mound. He was just hoping to get his young man out of the ball game here in the inning via three outs, but it did not happen as Lincoln East has put up seven runs in the third. The third was the undoing yesterday against Papio South, who put up 16. We'll see who the new pitcher is when we return here on ESPN Tri-Cities. It is Lincoln East 9, Carney 4. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. 
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. All right, coming into center field will be Riley Miller for Kearney, and Easton Bruce will be the new pitcher. Easton has been kind of the number one, not don't want to call him reliever or close man, but more middle relief. He came in and pitched the final inning against Columbus on Tuesday. So two and a third innings here for Lucas Wagner, and the book is not closed yet. Seven runs across here in the third for Lincoln East. They batted around after the bases clearing double by Austin Schneider. So Van Meter, Schneider, Brink, all with two RBIs. Brink got this inning going with a two-run blast to tie it at four, and Lincoln East hasn't stopped. So Bruce needs to come in and get a couple of outs and give Carney another chance offensively. Riley Miller into center, and now Cooper Erickson. He doubled the lead this inning off. Outfield playing even a little more deep now. Bruce with the pitch. Brings it high, ball one. One and oh. And the problem yesterday with the relief pitchers for Carney is they were getting uh, beaten up anyway, and then they really start walking people. And it's tough because East is hitting everything right now. So you try not to throw it right down the middle. But there's strike one. At the knees, one and one. To Cooper Erickson, Keegan Brink would be next. The 10th man to come to the plate here in the inning for Lincoln East. It's still a ball game if Carney can just get out of this inning despite a huge inning. 9-4. They have shown a little offense the last four or five innings going back to yesterday. Big swing and a miss this time for strike number two to Erickson. Fouled out to the first baseman, Tanner Johnson, in the first, and as we said, let off this inning with a double over the center fielder, Easton Bruce's head. And the one-two pitch. Wave that and missed. Strike three. So after the first pitch was out of the zone, he's able to get Erickson on strikes for out number two, and that'll bring up Keegan Brink. He's two for two. Singled and scored in the second and then just powdered one over the left field wall for a two-run home run his last time up. Bruce takes a look at his catcher, Max Myers, and comes set. With the runner, Schneider, at second, dancing around a little bit. Long look at him. Bruce kicks and looks back at second, but no throw. With two outs, he'll be going on contact anyway. Hard to keep him much closer. Setting up outside, the pitch bounces for ball one. When Carney finally does get to bat, it'll be the bottom of the order which has not been, for a team that has struggled offensively, has not been strong at all for him. 
We'll see if they can change that in the third. Curveball hit into right center field. That's going to be in the gap. Martin on the run. He's never going to get there. It's off the base of the wall. We've got another double and maybe three, but they're going to hold up. Center fielder Riley Miller got over there to back him up. But right now, Lincoln East kind of hitting it off the tee. Three for three for Brink. He's a triple away from the cycle. I'm guessing if he'd have known that, he might have tried for the triple right there. The catcher, number 11, Josh Sinstock. And his third RBI of the ball game. Josh Sinstock doubled in the second and flew out to center. Earlier this inning, he is one of the three outs, or one of the two outs, we should say. 10 to 4, Lincoln East. Eight runs here in the third. After such a good start for Carney, Carney was up 4 0 after one. And Bruce comes set. The pitch swung on and missed strike one. Took a little something off that to the opposing catcher, Josh Senstock. April 1st, happy April Fool's Day. I see a few fools in the crowd here today as well. We won't mention them by name, but one of them is doing the game as well, broadcasting right for you here on ESPN. High pitch, and it's going to be hit towards right. Martin's able to come over, and finally, the inning is over. So, sending 12 men to the plate, eight runs, eight hits, one error, one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the third. It's number two Lincoln East leading Kearney 10-4 on ESPN Tri-Cities. High School Baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Well, a long top of the third inning there for Lincoln East, and they have put up an eight spot, leading Kearney now by a score of 10 to 4. But if Kearney can get some of these 7, 8, 9 guys on, the top of the order has been doing a little bit better, and one of the reasons we see some new faces here uh, juggled around towards the top of the order the last couple of ball games for Coach Brad Archer. Max Myers, the catcher, will be up first. Ryan Clemente now, the pitcher, has a chance to really settle in here. In fact, the seven, eight, and nine men, all three struck out after the first six men had Reese Bates in the first inning. Carney could have definitely had more than four runs in that first. And that is going to come back to haunt him here, it looks like. So Myers is in and Clemente to throw it. And that's going to be blooped towards short. Third baseman comes over and calls it off and makes the catch. Get a little bit off the handle, and Myers will fly out to the third baseman. One pitch, one out. And the designated hitter, Dylan Welsh, 
will stand in. He went down swinging the first time. Doug Duda with you on this Thursday afternoon. Hopefully you've got a great Easter weekend play. And the fastball to him ripped straight back. Foul ball off the screen. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. Steve Corm, Rhonda Johnson among our many fine sponsors and many fine agents. And Clemente in there with that six-run lead. He's throwing strikes. The 0-1 to Welsh. Swung on, hit towards third. Two hopper, secured by Lintel. Throws across and has him. So two up and two down. Both of the putouts made there by the third baseman, Lintel. And that'll bring up Creed Martin. Called out on strikes to end the first inning. Lefty made a nice play. Excuse me, the right-hander made a nice play earlier in the ball. Gave him the outfield and was able to finally get that third out here in the top of the third. But Carney's defense might not be in the dugout very long. The pitch to Martin. Up and in. Had to get out of the way. Ball one. Clemente again out of the windup and brings home the 1-0 pitch. Off speed, taken in there for strike one. One ball, one strike. Hastings College Baseball playing today, as is their softball team. Baseball team on the road at Midland. Softball at home against Morningside. Fastball popped into the air. It's going to get back into the stands for strike two. UNK softball will get to be at home tomorrow for the first time this season against Missouri Southern. UNK soccer playing right now down at Newman University. It's the first regularly scheduled game of the spring. UNK volleyball is at Fort Hayes State tonight. The one-two pitch to Martin is a curveball taken for strike three. Three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. And at the end of three, it's Lincoln East 10, Kearney 4 on ESPN Tri-Cities. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Welcome back to Memorial Field here in Kearney. We go to the bottom, excuse me, the top of the fourth, and your score, 10-4. to 4, Lincoln East is on top. Glad to have you along with us. Unfortunately, a 1-2-3 bottom of the third there for Kearney. Easton Bruce, who came on in relief of Lucas Wegner last inning, will continue on here. And it'll be the bottom of the order. Grant Springer, Keenan Lintel, Noah Walters, 7-8-9. But they went single, single, single in the third inning. 
and that has been the difference, one of the differences in the ball game. The production at the bottom of the order offensively for both teams. Fastball by Bruce is golf back over our head and out of bounds. Strike one. Foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. Doug Duda with you on this Thursday afternoon. Again, the Royals just getting underway on the breeze, 94.5 against Texas. Rockies are also at home today against the Dodges. And the 0-1 pitch, just a little low ball one, one and one. And you have to wonder how Max Myers is feeling after the long third inning yesterday and the long third inning today. That's usually the guy that takes the brunt of that is the guy with all the gear on behind the plate. The 1-1, off speed right in there, had the knees buckling on Springer. He couldn't pull the trigger, one and two. So Carney trying to get through an inning here quickly defensively themselves. Starts right here with Easton Bruce. Curveball towards third, and it goes inside the line for an extra base hit. Left fielder Kale Conrad comes in, fires it towards second, but a stand-up double for Grant Springer, a two-strike double right down the line. And the doubles kind of continue here. Last inning of the eight hits. Three of them were extra base hits, two doubles and the home run. So Keenan Lintel, he's two for two. The third baseman for Lincoln East will stand in there. Bruce checks the runner, no lead at all. But down the third baseline, and it's going to go foul. Head scratcher. Up six. Two for two at the plate. It would have worked. I don't think he was bunting for a base hit, though. That's the difference between him laying one down. I think that was the signal to him. The 0-1 pitch now from Bruce. Squares to bunt again. This time it's fair. Rich has to charge. He didn't respect it. It's going to be an infield hit. Rich never did come in. They didn't think he was really trying to bunt. Bunts for a base hit. Runners at first and third. And Noah Walters will stand in there. The shortstop, number 21, Noah Walters. Again, our next broadcast comes up on Monday with Lincoln Northeast. Carney will be on the road quite a bit after today. And now Max Myers giving the signals. Lincoln East. 8-0, and and again, even if they win today, they still will not have beaten a team that currently has a winning record. The pitch. Fastball low, ball one. 1-0. What's coming up for Lincoln East, you ask? Or even if you don't? They've got Hastings. They're playing the entire Tri-Cities. They had Grand Island Tuesday, Kearney today, Hastings coming up on Saturday. Then when they go to the Millard West Invitational next weekend, probably their stiffest competition. Squaring to bunt again, fastball taken for a strike, strike one. One ball, one strike to Walters. Jalen Welsh when we get to the top of the order here. First two men aboard. East has had the leadoff man aboard in all four innings. None in the first, two in the second, and then the big eight-run third. And looking for more here in the fourth. Runners at the corners, nobody out the pitch. Taken for strike two, did not square that time. One and two to Noah Walters. But it was a one-two pitch that Grant Springer yanked over the third base bag for a leadoff double here in the top of the fourth. 
Anderson, or Bruce, excuse me, towards the third base side of the rubber. Just a soft toss over to first. So the game goes one of two ways right now. Carney gets out of it and starts to scrap back, or Lincoln East run rules him. I think that's kind of where you're setting right now with a six-run lead. The pitch swung on and hit into center field. Coming over is Riley Miller. He'll make, oh, he drop it. He'll drop the baseball. That is the second can of corn that Carney has dropped in the ball game. And everybody is safe on the air in center field. And that will drive the coaches crazy, the pitcher crazy. Again, those errors are never intentional, but they sure do hurt. The center fielder number one. That will go as an RBI for Walters because it would have been a sacrifice fly. Springer comes in and scores. Little gets to second. And Walters at first to the top of the order, Jalen Welsh. Four at-bats now in four innings for the young man. He'll square to butt out in front of the mound. Bruce picks, fires into right field. One run will score. Two runs. They're going to try and score, and all the way over to third will be Jalen Welsh. Sacrifice, an error on the pitcher. And this is a little bit of the story of yesterday. When it went south, it went south in a hurry. Sometimes it's hard to be mentally there when you've made mistakes. And Carney hasn't walked a lot. There were a couple there in the second inning, but they're keeping the ball in play. And Van Meter now steps in. He'll bunt foul up the third baseline. Interesting strategy right now by Coach Lonick. But it's working. I mean, you bunted for a base hit. Then you got an error out of the deal. So Springer doubled. Lentil singled. Drop fly ball to center. And then a bunt. This one's going to be popped up. Short left center field backing up is going to be the shortstop, Anderson. He is able to make the catch. And finally, the first out here in inning number four. As Welsh had to stay at third, and that'll bring up the right fielder, Austin Schneider. He reached on an error in the first. In the second, he was called out on strikes and then had a two-RBI double in the third. One on, one out, three across here in the top of the fourth. It is 13-4, Lincoln East. And Bruce with the, with the pitch fouled straight back, brought to you by Home Real Estate. So East batted eight guys in the second inning, 12 in the third. This is number six with an anticipated at least seven coming up here in the fourth. And Carney High, if you're joining us late, was up 4-0 after one. Easton Bruce, the pitch, swung on and fouled out of play to the right field line. Strike two, so bearing down and trying to work through the heart of this order now. In the bottom of the order has been stellar for Lincoln East here this afternoon. Bruce ahead in the count, 0-2. Expect the off-speed, get the off-speed, popped up towards first. First and second both calling it. Second baseman Reese Bober with the wind will take it. And there's two flyouts to basically the infield. And that'll bring up Cooper Erickson, the designated hitter. 
He's one for three. He doubled in his first of two at-bats in the third and scored on the brink home run. So Easton Bruce trying to work his way out of this with Jaden Wells standing down at third. The pitch. Fastball just a little high. Ball one to Erickson. Carney will be at the top of the lineup when they come up here in the bottom of the inning. Bruce Bober Anderson. A lot of work to do here now for Carney. The 1-0 pitch. Off speed is going to be hit into the air into right field, right center. They converge, and it is caught. Although there was some work on that, too, but Riley Miller gets it. And what a weird ball game. Your 7, 8, 9 guys all reach base, and then you're able to get three straight flyouts from the 2, 3, and 4 men. And here in the top of the fourth, three runs on two hits, two errors, and one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's second-ranked Lincoln East leading Carney 13-4 on ESPN Tri-Cities. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Welcome back to High School Baseball here on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Don't forget our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete. And we have new athletes here on April the 1st. Casey Pierce of Pleasanton, our girls winner, and Matt Wiseman of Gibbon, the boys winner. Congratulations. Go to B&B Carpets, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Easton Bruce swings at the first pitch, and it sails over to left field, and it's hauled in easily by Brayan Van Meter as he took it the opposite way. And so flying out to left to start the fourth inning, Easton Bruce. Reese Bober and Braden Anderson will be next. Bober is two for two. Doubled into the sun in left field his first time up and singled in the second. And here he'll swing at one down the right field line. Stay fair ball. No. Just a little bit foul. Even the wind couldn't hold that up long enough for him. Strike one. Anderson has walked and singled. So a little love out of the top of the order. The 0-1 count and the pitch outside, ball one. Again, it's still Ryan Clemente out there on the mound. Labored through that first inning, but has done pretty good here ever since. Carney all four runs in the first. Clemente's pitch up and in. Almost got him. Ball two. Two and one. Anderson next. Conrad, if they can get something going. 
Clemente, a little extra look in. And now the 2-1 pitch. Bober chops it towards second. Coming over to make the play is Brink. Throw to first. Just got him. Good hustle down the line there by Bober. But that is seven straight, six straight retired by Clemente. Ray Nanderson, a walk and a single. Scored a run in the first. And he'll stand in there. For Carney, and if they can't get anything going, then you're in a spot where East just needs a run in the top of the fifth to go up 10. It's 13 to 4. And the pitch bounces off the plate. Ball one. Took us a little over a half hour to play the first inning, and took us about that long to get through the next inning. Fastball swung on and elevated right to the pitcher. They'll get out of the way, let the second baseman come in with the wind, and Brink will make another catch. So for the second straight inning, Carney goes one, two, three. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. All three balls were put in play, but no base hits. We're through four here on this Thursday afternoon on April Fool's Day. It's Lincoln East 13, Carney 4. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Carney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Glad to have you along with us. Doug Duda with you here on this Thursday afternoon. And we will go to Keegan Brink. He is three for three, a triple short of the cycle. And he probably last at bat could have tried it because he hit it into the right center gap off the wall. He singled in the second and scored, had a two-run home run in the third. And then the second time up in the third, he had an RBI double. Easton Bruce. Brings it outside for ball one. 13-4, Lincoln East. None in the first, two in the second, eight in the third, and three in the fourth. Carney, all four theirs were in the first. We're here in the top of the fifth inning. And the off-speed is hit towards center field right at Riley Miller, and that time he'll haul it in. So hit hard, but Brink is retired for the first time, and that'll bring up Josh Senstock. Doubled in the second, and then... Flew out twice in the third. JV game is next. That's the way we do it at the high school level. So there will be a JV game after this. As Easton Bruce brings it in. Fastball away. Ball one. And again, if Lincoln East scores a run, Carney High would have to answer in the bottom of the inning or we would be a 10-run rule, five-inning affair. If not, we're guaranteed to have a little more baseball. 
Off speed, fisted towards right. That might dive down. Martin dies. It goes off his glove, and then it goes behind him, but not far enough for the runner to go anywhere. And again, how many of those have we had in this baseball game? Diving after it, trying to make a catch with that wind. Going to mark it down as a hit. He gave it all the effort he could. Just a lot of those. He made a nice play on one earlier in the game. That one just didn't get to in time. Is it? Did the old bounce right off the front end of his glove kind of maybe hit the ground right about the same time? And that'll bring up Grant Springer. He's two for three. And the pitch is a fastball that bounces off the plate. That'll be our first wild pitch of the ball game. Senstock will advance down to second base. Springer fouled out to the catcher Myers in the second. Singled and scored in the third and led off the fourth with a double and came around to score. 13-4, Lincoln East. And Bruce checks the signal again with the count 1-0 on Senstock. The pitch. Check swing foul. Excuse me, on Springer. Check string swing foul. And it's 1-1. One one. Lintel is next. And he's three for three in the ball game. So Lincoln East continuing to do what they've been doing all year long. The fewest runs they've scored in a game is nine. And no one, in fact, Carney scored more in the first inning than anybody had scored in a game against him. Off speed, good one. Strike one or strike two as a Springer tried to duck down low, make the zone small. One ball, two strikes. On Grant Springer, Senstock at second after singling and getting a wild pitch to advance him over. Bruce looking for the strikeout. The one-two pitch off the glove and to the backstop. So Senstock advances to second, then moves on to third with two that go to the backstop. Myers usually should have had that one. I don't know if he crossed him up. But nonetheless, that went off his glove for a pass ball. And the potential big run down at third takes something off this one and misses. So it's 3-2 and two to Springer. The 10-run lead guy is standing down at third. And Easton Bruce. Rocks and fires. Fastball is popped up over the first base dugout and will be out of play. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Wendy Vosser, Robert Kyatt, or Lori Rogers, your home real estate agents. We'll get after it again here. Another 3-2 pitch. The entire infield is playing in, trying to cut down that run. And the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. And that'll be just the third strikeout of the ball game for Lincoln East batters. As Springer goes down for out number two, and that'll bring up Keenan Lintel. Threes for three with three singles and two runs scored. The third baseman for Lincoln East and the Spartans on their way to a 9-0 start to the season. And Easton Bruce, fastball, Swing and a miss, strike one. Carney can play their infield at regular depth now. 
with two outs. Bruce on in relief of Lucas Wagner, who went two and a third. The pitch outside, fastball, ball one, one and one. Again, Carney goes down to Lincoln to play a pair of Millard schools on Saturday in Millard West and Millard North. Four straight top ten opponents here for Carney. The kick and the pitch, big curveball sailed in. Ball two, two and one. Noah Walters is on deck. The crowd here at Memorial Field finding the sun for today's baseball game. And the pitch from Bruce. Fastball high. Ball three. Lintel trying to reach for the fourth time here in the ballgame. Again, you still have Senstock standing down there at third with two outs at the top of the fifth, 13-4, Lincoln East. And the pitch from Bruce. Called strike. Fastball on the top of the zone, three and two. Bruce wants to get this, get into the dugout, see if Carney can... Scratch across some runs like they did back in the first. And Bruce, 3-2 pitch. Fastball, fouled away, a little bit behind that one. We'll do it again. Three balls, two strikes. Trying to have a first scoreless inning here for East since the first. And East 90 feet away from breaking that up. Another 3-2 pitch now from Easton Bruce. Fastball through the catcher's wickets. It's ball four, and that will allow the run to score. And wow. Senstock singles, advances on a wild pitch, pass ball, pass ball. That's how the run comes across to give Lincoln East a 10-run lead. So after recording his second strikeout, Bruce with the walk, and now Brad Archer is going to come to the mound and make a pitching change with your score. Lincoln East 14 and Carney 4 back with more on ESPN Tri-Cities after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you in part by our friends at Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Johnson Landscape, 
and Fanatics. Glad to have you along with us. Right now it's Lincoln East. They have just picked up the 10-run lead with two outs here at the top of the fifth. And Noah Walters, they're going to leave him in there. The number nine batter, no pinch hitting for head coach Michael Lonick. So Riley Miller has come in to pitch, and they put Easton Bruce back out in center. Just flip the two, and they're going to steal second base to throw down. See ya. That's an easy call for Jimmy Lang, and Max Myers fires it down to the shortstop, Braden Anderson. So the pitching change resulted in one play, one pitch, and the first throw out. Myers has been really good so far this year. There was one run on one hit. There were no errors. And there was nobody left on. But Carney has to score to keep the game going. After four and a half, it's Lincoln East 14 and Carney 4 on ESPN. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades. And we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. I just forgot. He got on. I just forgot. We have a pitching change here for Lincoln East. They are going to bring in Tyson Romero. Baseball fans, your attention, please. Now pitching for the Spartans. So Tyson Romero into the ball game here. He needs three outs to have this ball game come to an end. It's 14-4. to four. In favor of the Lincoln East Spartans, looking to remain undefeated before they take on Hastings coming up on Saturday. Cale Conrad stands in there. He's reached base both times with a walk and a single. And the first pitch, swung on a miss, strike one. Cale Conrad, Tanner Johnson, Corbin Rich are the three men that are standing in there, but Carney has had the last seven men retired in order. The lefty Conrad swung on and hit high in the air into shallow center field, looking, looking into the sun, the wind messing with it, but it'll be caught by Jalen Welsh. And one up, one down here in the fifth. Tanner Johnson, a two-RBI double in the first and walked in the second. And he'll stand in there now for the Bearcats. Taking a look at what's going on in the opening day of Major League Baseball. Kansas City Royals playing right now on the breeze, 94.5. And the pitch here to Johnson will be taken as a called strike one. Give you some scores here in just a second. It is Toronto in the bottom of the 10th leading the Yankees 3-2. Top of the 6th, Minnesota leads Milwaukee 3-2. Pitch is high. Ball one to Johnson. Pittsburgh leads the Cubs 4-2 in the top of the sixth. The Phillies lead the Braves in the bottom of the fifth 2-0. 
Arizona leads San Diego 1-0, bottom of the second. The pitch from Tyson Romero to Johnson, up and away. Ball two, two and one. Dodgers and Rockies are scoreless in the third. St. Louis 7-1 over Cincinnati. That's in the bottom of the second inning. And Texas scored five in the first as Johnson fouls it back to the parking lot. But Kansas City has answered with two and has the bases loaded. So we got a softball game at Kauffman. Five to two, Texas, bottom of the first, bases loaded, one out. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Rhonda Johnson, Steve Corum, Tanner Johnson now, even to the count, two and two. Nobody on, one out, bottom of the fifth. Big sweeping curveball, didn't quite get there. Ball three. Romero wanted it. Corbin Rich is on deck. And now the payoff pitch to Tanner Johnson. Swung on and hit into center field. Well hit. How much will the wind help it? Given chase, it's over his head. The second double of the ball game for Tanner Johnson. And there is the man that Carney needs. He's halfway around the bases with his second double of the ball game. That'll bring up Corbin Rich. Singled in a run in the first and flew out to second in the second. And right there, the first base runner, Johnson was the last man to get on base with that walk in the second. So eight had been retired in a row, and Tanner Johnson breaks the streak here. Corbin Rich stands in there. Got to find a way to score Johnson to keep this game going at least another inning. It's 14-4, Lincoln East. And Romero out of the stretch. Fastball hit towards the shortstop. He boots it, and everybody's going to be safe. An interesting play there because Tanner Johnson actually had to kind of leapfrog over that. He was right in the line of sight. Still going to go down as an error, but if Johnson hadn't been there, I'm sure that would have been a clean play by Noah Walters. Johnson advances to third, and Rich safe on the air. Max Myers, the catcher, struck out in the first and popped out softly to third the last time he was up. Max has done a great job behind the plate most of the year. Glad to have you along with us here on ESPN. Fastball, inside ball one. So Ryan Clemente, he is going to get the win today. He went four innings, struck out four, walked three. He had a rough first inning, three Ks, two walks. After that, most of the balls put in play. The 1-0 pitch to Myers, strike one called, one and one. Carney on the road Saturday, back home Monday against Lincoln Northeast here on ESPN at 4 o'clock. 14-4 East. Runners at the corners, one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Fastball, low and away. Ball two, Dylan Welsh would be next. Wind has been blowing nearly 20 mile an hour from right to left out of the south all game. Fastball outside, ball three. And a pitch away from the bases being loaded here. For Max Myers. Again, Carney's 7, 8, and 9 men are 0 of 6 at the moment. And Myers, 3-1 count. 
Swung on and hit into right field, high in the air, shading his eyes. Austin Schneider gets under it, makes the catch. Johnson will tag, going to have a play at the plate. He can't get in or he would have been dead meat because that was shallow right field and a bad break there for Carney. Normally, something to the outfield would have got the necessary run across, and now Lincoln East one out away from winning the ball game as Myers flies out on a 3-1 pitch to right field. Dylan Welsh struck out of the first. And grounded out to third in the third. 14-4 Lincoln East. Here in the fifth with that 10-run lead. Runners at the corners. And Welsh has got to get a base hit. He'll foul it back. Brought to you by our friends at Home Real Estate. Or something that gets to the backstop one way or the other. Trying to keep this game alive. Carney did it yesterday against Papio South. Still was a five-inning game and not four. Fastball, strike two over the outside half of the plate. And Carney is now down to their final out and final strike. 0-2, two outs, runners at the corners. And out of the windup, Romero brings home the 0-2 pitch, tries a big curveball that doesn't, stays way outside, ball one. If Welsh can extend the game... Then it looks like we would get a pinch hitter. Carney High waiting on deck. Colin Fruling. The 1 2 pitch. Check swing at the plate and fouled it away. So Fruling would bat for Creed Martin. But that is only if Welsh can keep this ball game alive. Still 1 and 2. Johnson down at third after a one out double. And the 1-2 pitch. Fastball poked up the middle. Can it get to the outfield? Knocked down. Touching the bag. Got the out. What a play by the shortstop, Noah Walters. He slid on the turf from the shortstop side of second to the second base side and then reached back and tagged the bag. And that will be the baseball game due to the run rule. For Carney High, no runs. On one hit, one error, and two men left on base. The final score, Lincoln East 14 and Carney 4. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, an interview with assistant coach Matt Conn and more coming your way after this on ESPN Tri-Cities. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Woo, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. 
excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615. Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. And welcome back to Historic Memorial Field for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Assistant coach Matt Conant is with us. It got off to such a good start for Carney. They worked out of an early jam in the first, then got the bats going with four, four nothing. But after that, Lincoln East, we knew that they have a good pitching staff, and we knew that they could hit. It's kind of just keeping up with them. And, Matt, uh, the first inning, again, that's exactly what you would have wanted. And coming off that third inning yesterday, we talked about it with Coach Archer, the last two innings yesterday, the first couple today, that's kind of what you want. And then the big inning hit again. Yeah, it did. Um, The biggest thing there, you know, and I thought thought Luke did a good job early on. Um, The the biggest thing, and obviously I'm going to, I'm going to dwell on the pitching a little bit more than maybe anything else, but, uh, you know, we, we hit spots early on. And, and the thing is, is, is it doesn't really matter what, what team you're playing. I mean, it, it one, two, or, or further down the line. I mean, if you hit your spots, you're going to be fine. I mean, you're at least going to be in the game and the third inning here, um, much like yesterday, I mean, instead of, instead of, uh, locating pitches, I mean, all of a sudden they, they, creep over the plate and they get hit hard and you know they should get hit hard because I mean a fastball down the middle at the varsity level needs to get hit hard and, and if they're not going to locate their pitches that's what deserves to happen you went out there and talked to Lucas early on and I thought okay we got a 4-0 lead maybe starting to pay attention to one base runner a little yeah. bit too much just go out there and do the job what did you tell him and what did you see from him <laughs> after that point well honestly that was more of just uh make sure you stick your set and and stop rolling through your 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 set because they were they, they, they were starting were to chirp for yeah, a bonk. and he did. Yeah. I mean, he did. He absolutely balked probably four times before, before uh, they even said anything. And he has a tendency to do that. He even did that last year a little bit too, last summer. And and uh, he just kind of has a tendency to just roll through that set a little bit. And and uh, he doesn't even have any clue he's doing it. I mean, I walked out there. He goes, "Wait." He goes, "Am I really not positive?" I'm like, "Yeah, that was the worst one." <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, um, but you know, I was I was I was proud of the way he competed those first two innings. Again, I think he just. It got to him a little bit, and now all of a sudden the pitches started coming over the plate, and they got hit hard. And you know, instead of missing, you know, we, we'd rather have you miss off a little bit than than right down the middle of the plate. Matt Connett with us for just another minute, and we'll let him get on to the next stop here. There has been just a tiny bit of tweaking with the offensive lineup. Talk about what's went into that. Well, and Kale Conrad, we feel like has has really swung the bat well. has has had some real nice at bats, even though maybe his average isn't as high as it, as it will be here in, in a couple of weeks. Um, but he's really, I think he's seeing the ball well and, and, and he's get he's putting together just good at bats. So he came up a little bit and into that four spot and, and, you know, Corbin rich, maybe moved down a couple spots, try to get him a few more pitches to see trying to get him going. Um, but, uh, you know, Tanner Johnson swinging it well, obviously. And, 
Ando has been our our probably our leading hitter coming into today. Although you know, not a tremendous day for today for him by any means. But uh, you know, there has been some shuffling. You know, we're just trying to find anything to get us going. I mean, we just need some guys to. We need guys on base. I mean, that's the biggest thing we've had. Like we've had the last couple of days, a couple of quick innings here today again. And finally, I mean, coach, you guys always talk about it: walks and errors, walks and errors, walks and errors. And when fly balls get dropped, yeah. everybody in the ballpark sees that. Yeah. There's there's the tough love, and there's the man. I know it's a kid trying to make a yeah. play out there, but it really, it can it can be a downer on everybody yeah. else out there. How do you guys approach that? Well, and the, and the thing is, is is that's that's something that's just a focus issue. I mean, on on their part. I mean, and and to be honest with you. Um, We've seen that from from a couple guys before, and there's and there's to be honest with you, it, it needs to be strictly on them. I mean, it just needs to be focused all the way through the end of the play, and and sometimes we don't get that. I mean, we saw that we had one or two of those yesterday again, and we've had a couple of them throughout the year, and, and we see it in practice too. But it's like, you know, listen, guys, there's nothing that can be done about that other than you just finishing the play. Well, Matt, uh, you get two more opportunities Saturday. We'll see you back here on Monday. Good luck Saturday. Have a yep. good Easter. Yep. Thanks for the coverage. You bet. Matt Connett joining us here, assistant coach for the Kearney High Bearcats. Got off to a good start, just couldn't keep it going, and we'll take a look at the numbers when we return on the New West postgame show. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HDTVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney, voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Carney Baseball. Back on the New West Post Game Show. Let's take a look now at the final numbers we had 
in the baseball game. First off for Lincoln East, they were able to pound out 15 hits today. And as we said, it wasn't all at the top of the order. In fact, the bottom of the order was the one that got it going. Uh, the top four guys today, none of the top four had more than one hit. Now, there were some walks, some sacrifices, of some reach by air and things like that. Keegan Brink, though, he was a triple short of the cycle today. He was three for four with a single, a double, a two-run home run. He had three RBIs, and the only time they got him out was a line out to center field. John Sedstock was two for four today with a double and an RBI and two runs scored. Grant Springer was two for four with a single, a double, and two runs scored. Keenan Lentil was three for three with a walk. He had three singles, a walk, and uh, two runs scored. And finally, Noah Walters ended up being one for three, reached on an error, scored twice, and had three RBIs in the baseball game. I guess I should say he was one for two because the other time was a sacrifice fly. I had Lincoln East with 14 runs on 15 hits. There were five Carney errors, including two dropped fly balls. There were six men left on base. Lucas Wagner for Carney went two and a third innings. He'll account for 10 runs, two walks, one strikeout. Easton Bruce went two and a third innings, walked one, struck out two, and Riley Miller uh, threw one pitch, and then they threw a guy out trying to steal, so he gets credit for one-third of an inning. Lincoln East is now 9-0 and on the season, ranked second in the Lincoln Journal Star. A couple spots have them number one. They will host Hastings on Saturday. They get Archbishop Bergen on Monday, and then they get a few days off before playing in the Millard West Invitational uh, one week from today. And then they also play on the 10th. So that's a Thursday-Saturday get-together. And that's probably where they will see their toughest competition of the first half of the season. For Carney High, here's how things went. Most of the offense occurred there in the first inning. And that's where all the runs were. Four runs, all in the first. Six hits. Half of them were in the first and half of them were in the uh, second. Excuse me, seven hits overall for Carney. Four runs, seven hits. Two errors, seven men left on base over those five innings. And uh, the offense today for Carney, you had Reese Bober. He was two for three with a double and a run scored. Brayden Anderson was one for two with a single, a walk, and a run scored. Kale Conrad was one for two with a single, an RBI, bases loaded walk. Tanner Johnson, he was two for two today. Probably his best day at the plate. He had two doubles, a walk. He had a two-RBI double in the first inning. And a good day there for Tanner Johnson offensively. Corbin Rich was one for three in the ball game. Four runs, seven hits, two errors, seven men left on. Ryan Clemente gets the win for Lincoln East. He goes four innings, giving up four runs, striking out four and walking three. Tyson Romero pitched the fifth and did not strike anyone out or give up a walk or a run. Final score, 14-4. Back to finish it up on the New West Post Game Show right after this. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. 
Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615. Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. We've been keeping an eye on Nebraska golfer Kate Smith down at the Augusta National Women's Amateur. Yesterday, she was four under through 11. The rains came, and it just hasn't been the same since. She finished the final seven holes at four over, and on her second round today, she is six over going into 14 and is right on the cut line, which will be either six or seven over to make the top 30 to be able to play at Augusta National. We'll have another update for you coming up on our 5 o'clock sports. We've got Hale Varsity coming up in just a couple of moments. Also, I want to let you know that high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities brought to you by numerous fine sponsors, including the Bike Shed, Optical Gallery, Five Points Bank of Kearney, Family Physical Therapy, Buffalo Roofing, Insurance Connection, and Great Western Bank. We'll be back with you on Monday, 4 o'clock. Lincoln Northeast comes in. That's the last team Kearney beat this last Saturday down at the Pius Tournament when they went 2-1. and one. Kearney has dropped three in a row now, and it doesn't get any easier as the 3-5 and five Bearcats will head down to Lincoln to play Millard South and Millard West. I think I said North a couple times, but Millard South entering the day undefeated. They are ranked number one. Millard West was ranked number one and now have slid down uh, the rankings this week, and they're number six. So they played Papio South yesterday, ranked number seven. Today they took on number two, Lincoln East, and they get number one and uh, number six coming up this weekend. And then we're back with you for Lincoln Northeast. Again, Kansas City Royals baseball uh, going on right now, and that is currently airing. On the breeze, 94.5 FM, and there's been all kinds of scoring in that baseball game. Uh, In fact, it's 5-5 in the top of the second, and Texas has just scored to go up 6-5. Each team had five runs in the first on the breeze, 94.5. So Kearney High falls today, 14-4. Again, the numbers, Lincoln East, 14 runs, 15 hits, five Kearney errors, six men left on base. Kearney, four runs, seven hits. Two Lincoln East errors and seven men left on base. Our high school baseball on ESPN brought to you by Fanatics, Johnson Landscape, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle, ENT Physicians, and Home Real Estate. 
This has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Join us for the Doug and Daddy Show tomorrow. We will talk with Kevin Asher, who has been named the new head boys basketball coach at Aurora. Kevin Kugler is going to join us from Indianapolis as we get ready for the men's Final Four. For our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda, Lincoln East 14, Carney 4. Have a great Easter weekend, everyone. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.